Welcome back, listeners. This is episode five of I See It Differently. Episode five. I'm your host, Kristen Pelker. And I'm your other host, Zach Pelker. Kristen, let me ask you a question. I'm ready. If you could go back in time to any time period, where would you go and why? I have no interest in going back in time anywhere. So there's just you wouldn't go anywhere? No. So you you had this magical ability that no one else has ever had in the history. Well, I'm an African American female. I don't think anything is going to be any better for me back there. Am I still myself or am I you? Am I you going back in time? Okay, based on this commentary, it makes me seem very (laughs) out of touch. Am I you? You can become me, a giant white man. Okay. Back to time. Uh, If I was you, then I go back to where you could really clown. I guess I go back to like. The twenties, or uh, there's really never been a bad time for you. Uh, <laughs> but let's go, let's go with maybe like the twenties, because what I'm thinking about is a time where you could like dress really fancy and yeah. just kind of like. And I I'm doing jazz that. hands, everyone. I kind of have that personality. Yeah, jazz hands. I no, I'm not. No, I'm I'm you in the shell sense. I'm not you as a person. You don't have a personality with jazz hands. <laughs> I don't have a jazz hands personality. No. Man, it took 32 years, but I'm truly deflated. No. No jazz hands personality. Well, so the twenties, that's a good choice. What would you what would you go back to? I am like a kind of a nerd, so I'd go back to like the founding of America, the direct Oh yeah, that sounds real fun. I, I, obviously I I'm would not trying see to go how back it all there. Went down. There's yeah, all I'm sure you would I'm sure you could comfortably sit back and see how it all went down. I know how it goes down for me. That's why I'm not going well, yeah, back. Yeah, no, there. that's why you're right. It was a little bit uh thoughtless. <laughs> we had to give you some options to change some things. But yeah, no, I would be intrigued by that. Then we saw that we used to watch that show, what was it called? Making history or whatever, where they would go back in time with the guy from. That's Happy not Addicts. what it was called, but I thought that shit was pretty good. It was very funny. And do you remember they made a joke about that because it was uh, the white guy. I feel like his name's Adam in real life. Who yeah, happy endings? Adam Pauly. I think something. so. Yeah. And then yeah. I can't remember the black guy's name, but he's funny too. Yeah. He's a comedian. He's been in other stuff. Yeah. And they go, they do go back in time together, and they're like, "Wait, why are you guys friends?" And yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, make, yeah. they make that joke about. So that. they did. Yeah, they acknowledge that. I should have. That's another one of those shows that was. I feel like they didn't give a chance. I have no idea who they're talking to right. when they make ratings or decide. Well, it's a thing. You see some of the crap that stays on TV. Like that's we're looking at you, Big Bang Theory. Right? Yeah. Who exactly. the fuck is watching Big, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory? Is the number one. That's a number one show I've in never America. Laughed that's at embarrassing. That. I've never. Laughed. Our entire country should feel ashamed that that was the most watched show. NCIS LA. Like my parents. I was about to say that's fault. actually that's you being antagonistic because you know your parents like that. show. Yeah, but like that show's not good. I've seen a couple episodes. Not bad. Yeah. It's it's no SVU or even Criminal Minds or no, anything. No, but, but I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> Difference of opinion, I guess. <laughs> I see it differently. Very typical. Yeah. I know. Uh, we got another St. Louis topic today, don't we? We do. And I'm going to take the lead on this. So this may be surprising uh, coming from me, given my love for macro brews and Anheuser-Busch products. And they are my favorite products. Uh, in the world, but one thing I do want to talk about is the rise of the bre- the other breweries, the independent breweries, the micro breweries. Micro brews, because there's just so many of them, and so many of them in are the good. world or in St. Louis. And I, what in the world or in St. Louis? In St. Louis specifically, there are so many that are popping up. I feel like, and they're all so good. And we were talking about this. Schlafly was the original, but. We could talk about it, but when I was telling Kristen about it, I was kind of mentioning all the great food at some of these places. But you talk about Rockwell Brewing, Four Hands, Urban Chestnut. They're all cool places to hang out as well. I think that that's an under-discussed topic about the breweries is that, yeah, a lot of them have become 
just cool environments to hang out. What I mean by that is the Rockwell, that's the one that they have the the crates. Shipping containers. Yeah, shipping containers. And when I went to Austin, they were like, you got to go to the shipping container bar. And I was like, yes, this is very cool. Come back to my home city. And they're doing the same thing. We already thing. got it. We're not and getting just, the pub. We, no, we didn't already have it. Oh, no. well, we soon got it. Soon <laughs> but we soon got it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm serious. And so I'm like, we're doing cool things. And Civil Life has that really nice outside. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, in. we took a tour of Civil Life, which I think you can get. And that was awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Schlafly has a good outdoor. Four Hands is really cool with that upstairs. Four Hands got a bunch of TVs yeah. and games and stuff. No, I like to your point. I like the atmosphere that the breweries are creating as well. Do you think that because of St. Louis's history with AB is why we have so many microbreweries, or do you think across the country? microbreweries have just become more popular and you can go to any city and find so this is my completely unscientific opinion do you ba- ever have based on anything no, based on, on, on any other based kind on of data of or anything yeah. according yeah well maybe if you uh look it up but i think that there's a mix of both i do think obviously they're more popular i think they're probably in, in a lot of cities coming up but to me where i really saw a jump and maybe i just wasn't paying attention before but when inbev bought anheuser-busch and it kind of lost a little bit of that local st. feel, louis thing, yeah. yeah st louis in st louis i think that more and more started up and you look at a brewery like o'fallon that was people who worked at anheuser-busch and got laid off or left at that point and they're like well, we know how to brew beer we're just going to start our own brewery and um when did the takeover that. happen again oh boy 2000, I was in college, we were in college, so 2008 or something, 2009 maybe? I wasn't in college in 2000, well I was just starting college, but anyway, back to the point. Uh, 2010, I don't know the exact year. Well the reason why I asked is because I do think it's a little bit of both. I can imagine the younger you were, the less you probably paid attention. Right, I think that's definitely true. It's hard to say. You You were correct, sir, that was not scientific, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the thought. Um, And yes, you did start to talk about this too. They're also doing some creative menu things. Mm -hmm. So Rockwell, they partnered with Gerard Craft, and they got that good burger. We got a a date there in a couple weeks, so we'll have to circle back on the pod and talk about that experience. I'm so excited to eat that burger because the brasserie burger is one of the best ones, and knowing that it's pretty much the same thing makes me excited. I'm not a big burger person, and the brasserie burger is one of the best burgers. Polite Society has one of the best burgers. And I had Shake Shack burger for the first time last night. It was fine. Yeah. Come at me, people. <laughs> it was fine. So I have love Shake Shack. I was you kind love of a downer. Shake Shack is what you said. No, I was kind of a downer. Not you were. That, but and yet I got it twice this weekend. I know. But I, I think it's good, but it's overpriced, and it's not big enough for how much you pay. But it, to me, it, it does taste good. It is like a really good tasting burger. I can, I can see the conflict all in your face. Yeah, because you know me, I'm a portion guy. So like getting those small portions, it makes me it conflicted, wasn't that small even if it tastes good. What? It wasn't that small of a portion. Oh, it was a small portion. Did it feel small because of the second time you had it in like 24 hours? Yeah. And Is I was, that what made it feel small? Maybe if the two burgers I ordered in the 24 hours were smashed together into one burger, it'd be That's the disgusting. appropriate size. Okay, I'm done with this now. Uh, two Shake Shack uh, burgers, two doubles, four patties. That's the right size for a burger. Summary. Do you have any other? Uh, I think we just wanted to highlight the microbreweries. Well, and then one thing too is the canned cocktails, which I. Oh. Really yeah. <laughs> canned cocktails have been a game changer for right. me. So I was listening to another podcast. Shout out Daily Zeitgeist, and this guy. Shout us out, Daily Zeitgeist, when you get the chance. Anyway, go ahead. This guy was saying on there. Um, you like Trulies or White Claw. He said he named one of the seltzers that are popular right now. You need to try High Noon. And I was like, oh, I'm interested because I do like those things. 
And I went to the liquor store near us, Randall's, that I think has a beautiful selection. Also, ran, ran, Randall's. We're just going to keep doing names this podcast. And yep. maybe someone will give us attention. Um, Advertising. And I saw an entire whole aisle of canned cocktails. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't contain myself. And I got so many different ones. And... I mean, I can give you my rankings another time because I don't even remember the name of all of them because I yeah. really was just grabbing them based off flavor. But I'm into this idea. I like it. It's a nice change up from I'm usually a wine drinker or beer. You and I will take the time to make cocktails at right. home if it's just us. But I don't know if I'm at a sports bar, I'm not going to order a Moscow meal, though I did the other day. But it's right, just yeah. it's just a weird In look. General, it's a pain. It's yeah, yeah. And right, so right. um, so the, the canned cocktails is nice. I hope that those permeate as well, just like White Claw and Truly yeah. have. I heard the canned And I think they too. are. I think they're going to pop off. And there is something nice about just having the can of Moscow Mule or whatever it is. I had a tequila one. You just open it up. You don't it have to so nice. it yourself. Four it's Hands great. has some canned cocktails. Right, which is so why I thought about it, because Four Hands a local brewery, and I know you're going to taste some soon. So, like, that's something I'd be interested in. Canned cocktails in general blow it up, but St. Louis at the cutting edge again with What these people breweries. need... Easier ways to consume alcohol. Yes. And in St. Louis, Take all the effort it. out. I don't want to pour the vodka and pour the ginger I don't beer or whatever. It. Mix I don't it up. Have to just see give if it to me. Well. I saw a Jack Daniels and Coke. It was just Jack and Coke in a can. I'm like, that's the easiest thing to make in the world. <laughs> this but is what I want. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Make it for me. Yes. Um, so, in conclusion, hey, hey, America, St. Louis is here to drink with you. Okay. Now we're going to go on to our classic segment of. Battle of the Sexes, because we did movies last time. We've been to a lot of parties lately. We have. And so we've gotten to discuss uh, the event planning situation, party planning situation. And you and I have decided that we think, again, always we're stereotyping when we do this topic. Of course. And we're just going to put that out there, so don't cancel Every us. Every time. Don't, yeah, don't add This it. is a bit of a stereotype, but we're having some fun. But we do think that men and women party plan differently. Yes, they definitely do. Again, stereotyping. but And we've noticed this because we've attended some parties and planned some parties. So we've kind of been on both sides. Or really, you planned a party. I didn't do anything, but which is part you of the problem. My bir- that is part of it. But you planned my birthday party. I did plan your birthday party, which, as you remember, was kind of a shit show because I wasn't moving fast enough for you when you were telling no, everyone. No, do like, not. I wasn't oh doing my, anything. Oh, my. Do not. Okay. Save it. You Here we go. Fast enough for me. <laughs> get it, get, get heated up. This so, is, this is, oh yeah, because why, because why don't we start right there when it comes <laughs> to timing? So, what was happening with my birthday party again? Do tell. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna throw you a birthday party, but then I wasn't really doing anything. And so one day, I casually said, "Have you started planning my party?" Yeah. And you lost your shit on me. You were offended that I had asked you the question. You were no. offended no that I was bothering you. And I I know there's probably some people listening right now like, yeah, come on, I'll give them a shot, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, when you were running your mouth, the only thing I did was just say, well, have you started? And again, it would be like, well, you don't trust me, da, 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 da. Well, have you started? And at the end if of the day, me, you at the end of the day, the you question. hadn't done If you trusted shit. me, you wouldn't even ask. Yes, at that point. At I the end of the day, shit. you hadn't point, done, done shit. shit. So but it's all those things where I was like, why don't you? It's all those things like, hey, 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 when you point this finger, there's three pointed back at you, sir. So why don't you take a look at the mirror and calm the S down 
Yeah. I always thought it was four, but it's obviously three. That wouldn't make sense. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, I you... was a little slow out of the gate, and it, it came to, but it did come together, which I think again is kind of how guys are, because we went to a birthday party uh, this weekend, and that it took him a while to kind of get it together for his wife and plan things and get everything sorted out the way it needed to sort out, and it still worked out beautifully. So it's not about it not working out, right? It's just the timing, like you said, um, and I started noticing this when you would be going on bachelor parties. It would be you would literally be. I would drive. I was driving you to the airport, yeah. and I was like, "Where are you going?" And you were like, "I don't know." <laughs> I, I, was, I was getting on a plane. I don't know where the plane. They're like, "This flight's going to Pittsburgh." They this said, "They said to send the money," yeah, and here I am. This flight's going to New York. This flight's going to Vegas. Which I like. I don't know. Pittsburgh sounds all right. No, uh, but see, no, but I, I'm. You were always shocked. I'm all. I'm only slightly exaggerated. You were, yes, correct. I did know where the plane was going, but the, the lack of detail of planning, you were always shocked by, and now it's rubbed off on me because I'm shocked. I don't go to as many bachelor parties now, but when, but when I am going, I'm like, okay, what are we doing Friday? Like, what's the plan? Do we have a dinner reservation? What do I need to pack? Do I need and, to bring Exactly. Nice very and logical like, thing. Right. I like, agree. Like, it's that's like, the kind I of information expect, that guys I don't, don't like, share. I'm, I'm very um, A-type. I'm very anal. Like, you know, I'm, I'm aware. Sometimes it's not fun, but whatever. We get shit done. Right. I'm not even talking to that degree of breakfast at this time, uh, input, free time before we go to next day. I'm not even right. talking about that. I'm talking about general, like, you don't know, are you going to go to the beach one right. day? Are you going to go to a nice dinner? Like, things that you do have to pack I, for. I was lit. I was literally on a bachelor party in Austin and we went to the lake, which was fine. But then we came home at like two o'clock the whole rest of the day with no plans, which like, okay, we're going to go to a bar. Are we going to do this? We're going to do that. And then like half the guys fell asleep. So I'm kind of like more than that. And I'm like, well, I didn't come to Austin to fall asleep. And then like somehow we ended up, one guy's like, we need to go to a nice dinner. And he set up this dinner, which was of course a total terrible thing. And only half the people came and it was nothing. I'm like, you have to have a plan. You have to keep people moving. A rough moving. outline, rough you have outline. To, yep, you have to keep people moving. If you're like, we don't know what we need to do, then you have to have someone who's taking charge and like, we're going to go to this bar and watch right. football, like hang out, walk around or do something. And that's kind of a, side, a little off the beaten path of what we were talking about. I know, but right? general, I like, guys I like, are bad. I was like, now guys, we're just ragging yeah, on. Guys, guys are bad at planning. Guys are bad at planning. We saw it with your, do you want to talk about your mom's party at all? Or like? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing to, to talk about, which is the other thing that's different about the sexes, and it goes beyond party planning, is woman plans a party, and literally she will essentially plan a second wedding and people were like, this is so great. And I found myself doing it. You inherently are like, oh, it's it's nothing. Oh, I had so much help. I don't want to throw people under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some male influences, some male people involved in playing at my mom's party who were trying to get a lot of credit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I'm not going to put you on blast right now in front of my mom. But like... I don't think that I don't think that it was as much work as the, you the were producer saying. of this show. My oh, so you were putting so you were gonna put people on blast Chuck even though I said yeah Chuck. yeah. But it was I don't funny. know why was, you need a sh- you need a share in that. He was walking around. Well, I'll tell my story later because it's always so funny. But he was walking around with some of your mom's friends and like, oh, such a great job, whatever. And he's like, yeah, we are gonna play at a party that she wanted to. I'm like, what were you planning? <laughs> What'd you do? Like, and he was like, oh yeah, I was God. gonna play at a party, like yeah. I said. And I'm like, you know what? I empathize because I was gonna play at a party for Chris's birthday till she got all 
nosy and like what have you done and like nothing you i have a whole month anyway my point is guys, oh my god guys don't we do start anything. on that and then for me it was funny because people kept being like way to go nice work and i'm like i literally didn't do anything but so i just didn't by, play my party you did do stuff no i'm talking about your mom's party oh my so gosh like, yeah. yes literally yeah 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 then people are like yeah then people are like oh like and, and Zach, too, he did his part. I'm like, this motherfucker. Literally, we married <laughs> you. And it was shit. funny. We went to the venue, like, the day of to set up and do decorations. And Kristen was like, start tying these balloons. And I had no idea how to do it. Couldn't tie a knot on the balloon to the chair or whatever. And then she's like, okay. And she was being very nice about it. And she's like, I'm going to send you off to do something else. And I'll just take care of this, whatever. And then it was funny. Later, I was talking to, like, the guy who managed the place. And he's like yeah, you, you were working hard. Like, you deserve the beer. It's like, you know, I had gotten dressed and I grabbed my first beer. He's like, you deserve it. I'm like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, so you got taken off balloon duty, though. And I was like, yeah, random Wait, stranger. Wait, what did he say? I saw you got taken off balloon duty. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, random stranger, I did. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, my me. gosh. I don't I can't even explain because I didn't understand. But you're right. It's like, we need to keep moving forward. This, this, is, this is what I've learned about how you are and how I operate. We need to keep moving forward. So it wasn't going to help us for me to be like, you suck at this or me to be like, don't do this. So yeah, I did phrase it in a way of like, Hey, you're, you're doing great here, but you know what? I think it makes more sense for you to go, to go do this now. And I'll, I'll, I'll come up and, and, and do this, which was essentially, which was essentially me saying, I have done five of whatever one thing you're trying to do. You need that. to go. You yeah. need to go. You it need to step aside. It was tough. It was tough. And the weird thing about your mom's party is there are people who showed up really early, so they're, like, watching us set up. So there are times I would, like, going to the table, putting that confetti on. I'm like, yeah, it's a party. And these guys are, like, everyone's just watching me like, this guy has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> this is, like, a travesty. I this know. is terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've covered that you guys don't, essentially don't really plan till the mm-hmm. last minute. Um, what happened with the... Uh, it's it's late. I'm getting tired. We oh, you guys try to take a lot of credit. Yeah, we get a lot and or try to take a lot of credit when and we And then don't the third. Here's the third. Here's my third thing. It kind of relates to the first one. So this list could be long. But my third thing about the difference: you don't then communicate whatever big or small thing you've done. Yeah. So again, going back to bachelor parties you've been on, there have been times or parties. Again, let's just keep it to like event mm-hmm. planning. Mm-hmm. There have been times where. Maybe there is a plan out there. Someone's still not telling you to oh, yeah. very late. Nope. Okay, no for example, knows. let's talk about, for example, um, weddings. Weddings I've been in versus weddings you've been in. Weddings you've been in, again, it's the day of the wedding. And I'm like, where do you have to be and when and for how long? And you know nothing. It's one of those things where th- that's out there. That is 100% out there because that groom isn't playing it by himself. So it is out there. Why is he not communicating it to you? You know? That's definitely been the case. So you're like, are you taking pictures after? Is there a shuttle? Am I coming on the shuttle? Yeah, what's right. Going yeah. On? Do, like, you need, do you need to go there dressed? Are you bringing your outfit? Like, yeah. what? These are things you yeah. need to know. And you're just like, Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. Yeah. It also doesn't work because then when it gets time to need to know, you go into a little bit of a panic. And I'm just like, that's on you, man. Yeah, yeah. Deuces. Well, I don't. <laughs> the thing is about being bad at planning is I don't handle unplanned things very well because I panic. But like, <laughs> and then that's that's just how it goes. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, guys are idiots. I think that was the battle of the sexes mantra this time. I feel like isn't that all the essence of the battle of sexes? But you know what? I'm not gonna hate like that. I I appreciate you. Only stereotype it to a point. All right, babe. 
you wanna? Uh, have you been reading any books lately? I actually have recently finished a book. I was kind of in a dull uh, reading wise, but what I do finished you mean? one. Oh, a lull, I guess a dull. I, I didn't know. A, yeah, I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? I don't know Emotional what that means. Lull. I was in a lull. I kind of hadn't read as much, but I kind of got into this book and finished it. So what? I'm not gonna lie. When you were in a lull, what do you do? What do you do? I just watch more TV or don't read. What eat more? I don't know. Watch more TV. Your just life is your life is just so busy. I'm just like, what are you doing with that extra time? I mean, like, we don't need to get the mechanics <laughs> and the meat potatoes of what I'm doing with my free time, America. Okay, I see a differently. Nation knows what I'm doing. Good stuff. I'm tweeting a lot. Really blowing that platform up. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Continue, please. Um. So anyway, the book uh, for the for the game, the book review. Let's see if you knew, can guess. It's called. And I think you might have heard of this book, so I don't know if it's cheating. Well, that's or not, the but... unfortunate thing is that we've, uh, I did kind of, and we have talked about this. Okay. But anyway, for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> I, I was told there'd be cake mm-hmm. by Sloan Crosley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I think Sloan is a good name for a It's a salad know. name. It's what my parents named their dog. I know that. Yeah. So I'm saying it's a good name. Because it's because na- a dog has the name? It's a I good mean, name? It reinforces that it's good. <laughs> anyway. Um,. So I, I do know about this book, so I'm not even going to lie that it's a book of short essays, mm-hmm. but I have no idea the theme. Okay. So I will take your prompt and say, one, let's just, the theme is just a bunch, about a bunch of bakeries, just, okay. just a bunch of different bakers telling their story yeah. about starting from the ground up, one loaf at a time, and starting a business. Okay. Um, two... It's a bunch of essays about Marie Antoinette. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> um, Famous baker, yeah. No, because she had that line, let them eat cake. Right. Which, which oh, obviously okay. has been proven to she didn't really say that. Whatever. But uh, Yeah, she was a queen, right? She wasn't a cook. What's happening right I now? Forgot. Didn't you major in history? Brief. Minor. Minor in history. American oh. history. Oh, okay. <laughs> to quote Rod Swanson, history started on July 4, 1776. I don't believe that's true, but I just want to make that joke. Go ahead. No, it's Free not. Like, no, let's going back to the beginning banter. It sounds like it's about true for you. It probably is, isn't it? You don't remember anyone else's history that doesn't know. Really? Because I dropped that Socrates thing you told me about on Twitter today about how he was complaining about the younger generation. You dropped what thing? How Socrates was complaining about so the younger generation. So you're sitting here telling me right now about how you took credit for something I said to you. What? How is that helping your case right now? Anyway, go ahead. What, what does that have to do with anything <laughs> ahead, right now? Go ahead. But I remembered it. You said it, and I remembered it. Socrates, guys, he's kind of a baby boomer, the original baby boomer. Dog and all millennials. Anyway, go ahead. Are you giving yourself <laughs> more credit and driving more people to the Twitter for something I said? It's, it's the like truth the party is, I don't, all over I don't read your Twitter a lot because I live it. Right. But this is, I'm just going to put it out there, world. Not the first time that I've said something and you put it out on Twitter and you get a bunch of attention. It hasn't got a bunch of attention, but I appreciate that. I put it on Twitter. We know that. That's the everything that we're talking about right now. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I will attribute you in my tweets moving no, forward. No, don't. I don't need it. I'll say my wife. I don't need it. Don't. Okay. Um, third is... Uh, I have my third. It's also, again, about essays, but um, about, I lost my train of thought because I'm just so appalled 
uh, your actions behavior. with Twitter. Yeah. And and right now, frankly, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I said bakers. Oh, oh, I was told there'd be cake. So my third one was going to be a bunch of different essays about failed parties, about somewhat a bunch of stories of people talking about like, I thought this party was going to be cool, and it wasn't. Because there was no cake? Various or... reasons. Yeah. Like, maybe there wasn't cake. Maybe there weren't good snacks, like maybe a carving station. A carving maybe station. Maybe you paid money, <laughs> yeah. and there wasn't a carving you station. money to go into a party. There's not a carving station. That's a problem for me. If, just yeah, saying. yeah. If you're going to charge me. I'm pay- to yeah, if I'm paying party, you to attend. Man. Anyway, uh, it's not about any of those things, oh, but I appreciate oh, this the guests. It's hard because, like, it's about... Sloan Crosley. She wrote it when she was. It's about know. her. Well, it's stories from her life. So oh, they're, so they're all from her. Oh yeah. It's not even a compilation. I thought no, maybe no. it was. No, and no Marie Antoinette. No, like scholarly stuff. You already made that clear. Issues. Yeah, because I don't know. Who she let's is, just put so it out there. If I read this book, let's just, it would be really let's bad. Just put it out there, world. We are recording this at a different time than usual, and uh, I'm I'm feisty. Yeah. Or Kristen's, maybe or maybe there's getting a peek behind the curtain Kristen, of all the bull. Kristen's I coming it. in hot. <laughs> Dang it! Gonna set this podcast gonna set me back. No, uh, but anyway, so they're just funny stories from her life. She was grew up in Westchester, which is outside New York, and then moved to New York. And she, you know, one of them's about she had a really bad job. She was an assistant, and she's like, I'm highly educated. And at first, she was really into it, and then after a while, she realized she kind of sucked at it and became very apathetic. And her boss is really mean and just this doesn't sound funny at all. But it's the way she tells the story that's funny. Oh, like you can't, can you deliver it funny? No, nah, I probably can't. Uh, um, there's a funny one. She's Jewish, but like her parents aren't super devout. So like they put up a Christmas tree and all this okay. stuff. They like didn't go to synagogue or anything. But they sent her this camp upstate and they didn't realize it was a Christian camp. And so, like, the one time she saw her parents defend her religion was when she got cast as the Virgin Mary. And, like, they went up to see the play and stuff. And they're like, what is this camp we sent you to? And this is not what we believe. And she, like, brought the dress she wore as the Virgin Mary home because she got lice and she had to come home early. And her mom, like, threw it out with all her stuff. And she's like, I think that's okay. And her mom's like, no, it's not. But also maybe they threw it out because she had lice. Uh, so she was saying that she thought that this was a non-contaminated because she only wore it once before she had lice. But Spoken I agree that there's some mixed lice. messages. <laughs> you don't want to chance it with the lice. There's a funny one about one of my favorite ones is super short, but she was moving in New York and she managed to lock herself out of her apartment like three times. She had to keep calling the same locksmith and pay all her money. And she had an ATM fee and ran out of money. Uh, and it's just a funny little thing. But it's just these little like, yeah, stories from her life that's funny. Um, yeah. But Would you recommend it? Right. I would, um, I heard about it when I was reading about Caroline Conway, and this is one of the writers that Caroline kept referencing, like, I want to be just like her, I want to be just like her, and she apparently has more stuff out, um, but yeah, it's funny, it's a, it's a good little book essay, so I would, I would recommend it, it's very, it's a New York Times bestseller, and I think a lot of people have it, it, it. But it's not new. No, it's, uh, 2005 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway. what is she, so does that, you said she has other things, so has her career continued to grow? I believe then? it has. 2008, excuse me. Oh. Um, but I think she She made a, waves during the financial crisis. Yeah. Good for her. Right. Because I bet sense. books were the first thing to go. That makes sense because she was pretty young when 9-11 happened because she talks about that, living in New York when that happened, and she's like in her 30s now, so anyway. Um, yeah, waves in the financial crisis. 
but it's good. I think she, yeah, I think she's written new books, and I think she's written for some magazines and stuff. She's gone on, I think, to have a pretty prominent career in modern essay writing. So, what would you say is her style slash voice? Okay, so she's like very sarcastic. Mm. She's very. She doesn't write like a lot of the essay writers I've liked who kind of write in this genre. If you read David Sedaris or a guy referenced Harrison Scott Key or. Uh, David Foster Wallace, some of their stuff. Like, they write in the vignettes. They do the stop and start with the stories a lot. They, like, have page breaks and, and kind of move the story that way. Everything she writes is continuous. So it's kind of just, like, smashed together. And sometimes these stories, like, kind of take these crazy turns or they're about a bunch of different things, and it kind of all blends together. So she's pretty unique. I I don't know if I have a comp off the top of my head. I read that Jetty Lawson woman's book. I don't know. Furiously Happy. She's an essay writer. She started as a blogger and she she wrote an essay and she's pretty funny and I would compare her. They're pretty similar in style. What do you prefer that vignette thing? Which I I I in image can know what you're talking about, but in style, I don't know that. I don't. It would disrupt me. Neither of them sound disruptive or stand out. I personally find it easier as a reader and a writer to kind of get that reset. It's a small thing, so it's not. That's that's what I mean. I was like, as someone who's not as in the weeds as you are, but has read those different formats, I don't think either of them are jarring. Yeah, like I can continue on with someone, but if someone had breaks, it wouldn't throw me off. Right. Yeah, and I I don't think it's like a huge difference. I find it just a little easier to get that reset. And as a writer, I find it way easier to like take a breath and be like, okay, I'm kind of setting the stage. I'm moving on. Like. Here's a little page break so people know that, like, the scene's changing. But, you know, it's whatever you whatever works for you. Yeah, it's not a huge difference. Um, what are you going to read next as far as style? Uh, I'm actually reading – well, the next book I have is a college football book, but the book your dad recommended about from Malcolm Gladwell, Talking to Strangers, and he actually recommended we listen to that. So I'm actually thinking of buying that and moving that up in the queue and sending it to you so we can kind of listen and or read it together. Yeah, I'm not going to read it, but I did want to listen right. to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I would I read, probably want to listen to it I've actually read some well. other Malcolm Gladwell stuff, and I like his podcast. So. Yeah, I like his podcast a lot. I would probably rather listen to it just because the only book I've ever really listened to, I've listened a couple, but the one that really like stuck with me was Girl, Gone Girl. Gone Girl, I know. I know. You were so good. Were and so, listening to it was so good. I know. You were oh so my God. into it. Like, like I couldn't stop. I, I know. Listening. You would like come uh, to my apartment, that answer the door, you would stall your headphones in. I was happy for you. It took over my life. It was like, when you listen to a good podcast, I usually listen to music at the gym, but if I'm listening to a podcast, it's when I started at work that's like really good and I just don't want to stop when I leave to take my break and go to the gym. So it's like... That's how Gone Girl was. I would listen at the gym. I would listen when I was walking. Yeah. I would listen in my car, even though I yeah. didn't have an aux cord. All this stuff. So yeah. yeah. How did you listen to your car then? I would just play it on oh my, my phone. Oh like, my god, that's so. Volume, <laughs> maybe I put a headphone in. Maybe I shouldn't admit that because I don't think it's safe to be it's driving with your headphones in. So I think I'd only have one in, so I'd have the left ear free to hear the world. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for our book review. And yeah, I, I mean. I can't even say next will bring you talking. What's the name of his book? Talking with strangers or right, talking to strangers. Right, because I'm trying to read it too, and so yeah. we know how long that will go. I have an easy one I can read too, so I'll, I should have some stuff. All right, thank you. Yeah. All right, and next, uh, oh, hot take. <laughs> Here we go. Everyone's favorite part of the show, and it's she's it? extra ramped up as she's saying. Is it because it's honestly just a place for me to vent 
Uh, but here's here's my hot here's my latest hot take. Ooh. No one. Apple streaming. We're gonna give you a movie, a series about Emily Dickinson to show you how much of a cool cat she was. Who the hell cares about Emily Dickinson? Not only who cares about her, but I actually looked up on Wikipedia and stuff to see, well, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's some mystery to this woman. No, no one cares. Also, why are they trying to make her modern? Because there's things she does in the previews, Haley Steinfeld, as Emily Dickinson, does in the previews that are contrary to the times. And it's like, if you gotta do this much, this woman probably isn't that effing interesting. Third, thought on this thing. Don't advertise shows like a movie. Am I seeing everything from episode one? Season one? The entire series? What the hell is this? I'm frustrated by what they're doing. I'm frustrated by the topics they're putting up. And I'm frustrated by how they're promoting it. So that's my hot take. Who gives a F about Emily Dickinson and stop advertising it like a movie? Okay, well... Let me just say, Emily Dickinson is one of the famous most. I know who the hell she is. So uh, I think a lot of people might care about her. No, they. (laughs) Okay, again, no one. Like, do you uh, do you care about Emily Dickinson? I would be interested potentially in her life story. Would be interested in a clearly very fictitious retelling well, of this woman's life story? It's like, I could tell from what they're doing that, to me, it seems that like even in the not... previews, they're trying too hard by being like, dude, and they're pounding, and they're like doing all she, these Yeah, she, well, she right, says yeah. the word dude. She's calling are, everyone yeah, dude. She's pounding and, right, people. Yeah. She's doing she's things like, that's doing like, these like, dances to like hip-hop that they didn't even have hip-hop back then, whatever it is. So one, two, I do think the way Apple especially is advertising these shows, like the other one is that one on the moon, which again, they say the Russians are on the moon first. I don't care what anyone says. That's not what happened. I know there's probably some twist, but the way they're advertising these shows is like a movie trailer. And I do agree. It's confusing. What's going on? Is this a series or a movie? Is it a mini series? Someone tell me the truth. It's clearly a series. Right. But like. Yeah, so tell me the truth. Someone tell me the truth. They're, they're is it like, a fixed amount? Like, is it limited to They're series? like, we like, got to get the Russia. We got to beat the Russia. It's like, do you have this conflict in episode one yeah. or by the end of season one? What the hell is happening? Right. And then, you know, in general, just the whole streaming thing. We talked about this. It's just starting to. I think it's going to backfire. Yeah. I think it's going to backfire. I think that they're overestimating. Oh, I'm getting myself worked up just thinking about it. They're overestimating. Who cares about Emily Dickinson? I think I made my point clear on that. You did. What I really think they're overestimating is um, how frugal... To be frank, it is millennials. I'm going to say it is millennials are... When it comes to things like this streaming stuff. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say millennials is because older than us, our parents' generation, they probably still have cable. Right. Like, they might have a streaming thing, right. but they're not buying all of them. They don't no. need to. No. And then the generation... The und- shows. Yeah, yeah, and then the generation under us, they're not financially independent because right. the youngest millennial is is 23, is working. Something, something like, like, the that, youngest yeah. millennial is a newly young professional. Right. So that means the generation below us, none of them are independent. Mm-hmm. I mean, barring, you know, strife and struggle in your Sad home life yeah. yeah but um so they don't care about that right. and anything that you're streaming right now you're probably doing it to kill time mm-hmm. i think a lot of people i know that's why they got rid of cable is because they're like i'm at home like i'd rather just watch stuff on demand because i'm not watching anything live anyway right right so i think that they're making a big mistake by trying to 
separate everything and creating BS yeah, shows about pretty much dead American for our age group. And poets. I think I agree with you. They're making the same mistake because that people might have been gonna, lesbians. People aren't going to subscribe to five different streaming services. It's just not going to happen. So. No. It's, yeah, the market's going to get saturated. If anyway. I see that, I, I like Hayes Steinfeld, American Treasure. If I see that <laughs> advertisement one more fucking time. I don't understand. I don't, like, part of me is just curious and wants to watch it. Of so course you are. See, you, you. I want to see if they explain. I want to see if they explain why she's no. talking so weird and, like, why she's modern, but Hold not. strong. No. This is, you, you, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to subscribe just to see that. Although that morning show. Sh- show I am interested in. But You're as you said, one out of five shows or whatever isn't enough to get me subs- to subscribe to So far I only source. know about those three because we keep seeing it. The fake moon landing thing. Emily Dickinson. I think I've morning. Seen one more. Is it Morning Glory? Morning, morning show? show, I think it's called. Oh. Morning Glory is that movie with Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I know. Did you see Ford. it? Yeah, it was good. Was it? It was pretty good. It keeps advertising to us on Hulu. Really? Yeah. Man, I, I think you would like it. I don't know. And I but like you her. love the Today Show and stuff. I think you'd be, I think you'd be into Doesn't it. Doesn't mean I want to watch a movie about the Today Show. Again, I could like Emily Dickinson work and be like, I don't want to watch a show about you. <laughs> Do you like Emily Dickinson's work? And I know of her. Who cares? Right. Sorry. I won't say who cares, but I am right. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like literally literature professors listening to this, like crying, like, I've devoted my life to Emily Dickinson. No, but see, no. Because then they'd have more content for the show. You devoted your life to her work. Right, correct. So, no. And so, let me make that clear. I'm not hating. What if the show is just Haley Steinfeld reading her work? We already know it's not because we saw those previews. But you're right. Maybe those previews are all from episodes way down the line. We first have to sit through a few episodes of her reading her work. We don't know because that's why you shouldn't advertise a show like a movie. That's the point. It's just so annoying. I'm pissed off. Yeah. So that's my hot take. All right. Next segment, do you have a not how I would say it? I do. Going to go with your recent Instagram post, which there's really nothing wrong. Like it was a funny joke, but it's Is just there ever anything wrong? Caused me say? to get a lot of backlash. So we were at a thing for your dad. Again, we've been Saturday. going to so many things lately. Yeah. You're right. We your were. Dad? Show producer T Beats, congrats to him. Distinguished alumni for Wash U. Very cool. Had a great event. We met John Goodman, got our picture. We did, with him. Yeah. yeah. We made Very our mark cool. with Very John. Very cool. But uh, so we took a picture. It was you, your dad, your mom, your brother, and my, me. My family. Uh, your whole your my immediate family, family and me. Yeah. And obviously one person stuck out and you. your caption said, Congrats, Dad, on being distinguished alumni, hashtag our fam, hashtag blackish, dot 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 dot. Get it. Dot, 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 because of Zach. And so <laughs> then I started getting texts from my friends, like, this caption's so funny, this picture's so funny. One person said that I look like a spirit. There's yeah, also... Yeah, I, ch- I chose a filter yeah. that did not enhance I was about you. to say, th- th- that how I would say it is really about the filter you chose, because it's so light that it literally looks like I'm disappearing in the background. For the record, I was not brightening. I was trying to highlight low tones and high tones and not my fault that you're nothing but <laughs> it was also white fun. tones it was also funny when they were taking the picture when you see it because oh my four god of you that like club together that was in the front really funny and i'm just standing we were, behind like yeah a we were trying to like stage and i was like oh he he's in this too he's with me and he's like oh okay 
still go to the back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Which I get. I I'm tall and there was height. only yeah, so much he did, room he did and whatever, but like. But it sounded really like yeah, he was trying it to sounded, cast, and it, Yeah, cast and then it looks like I'm withering away into like the Well, air, you know, have you seen though, people do like hashtags, like they're like, uh, like, like black girl magic or yeah. like, yeah, I like wanted to do one of those, but like it didn't apply. I ruined it. No, you don't okay. ruin anything. Oh, thanks. But it I couldn't do that hashtag though. <laughs> I just wanted the people to know if they were to look I made it, it up, impossible they'd be they'd be like, What why she posted this? Who's this guy? And I'm like, No, I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. But anyway, I don't know if I would say that differently, but I would choose a different filter. You know, so you don't uh you don't in family photos with your family and then I'm there, you you're not like white ish. No. <laughs> I know. I don't think that would go over. No, well. people would be like F you. Yeah, people would be and like, F- Come on. And F you for Making this woman yeah. stand out. And you know and that. I'd be like, all, I know, I'm never You know that always racist person who's like, well, I have a black friend or whatever. I have an Asian friend. I have this. It's like, people would be like, yeah, this guy whitish. Like, what is he talking about? Like, he just put one black person in there. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he, think, and he thinks suddenly he's not yeah, fully yeah, like, like. All yeah. of a sudden he can make yeah. jokes on a great Anthony Anderson <laughs> sitcom. No, I'm not doing that. Here he is with this beautiful black woman. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. What other people thinking? Yeah. Okay. I know. It was a good time though. um, Thanks, babe. Hey, I'll keep saying it, and you keep thinking it should be said otherwise. Okay, let's wrap it up and talk about SVU. 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 Because we saw a good one recently. We saw a very good one that got our, our. Ugh, that guy's oh Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf is going for it in season twenty one. You know how we talked, fam, about season, season six. six? <sighs> Every fifteen years, Dick yeah, Wolf just he goes is just for going it. For he it. brings the heat. He is bringing the heat this year. I think it's because they set the record, but he is bringing the heat. This is season twenty one, episode four. Uh huh. So, aired like three. Started with the depiction of a fictional thing that we talked about last week. So you know he's referencing something that's really happening. All the people are fictional. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Things that stood out. So this girl from Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Went to New New York. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were like, first, and and of course, going to New York was so overwhelming. And we talked about that for a minute. We're like, yeah, like, if you're from Ohio... We've been to. We weren't from. They were trying to say she was from a small town. It was just yeah. Ohio's from a small uh-huh. town. We're from a decent city and have yeah. been to other big cities. And we both were so like. And New York can be very overwhelming. It's so it's hey, different. hey, everyone out there, if your friend from a small town is meeting yeah. you in New York, meet them at the bus stop. Yeah, so I should tell them not to go to the Times she, Square yeah. bus stop. She gets off the bus in like the middle of Times Square. There's just this mass of humanity. She's a 13 year old girl from Ohio. She's getting swamped, and the guy she's meeting isn't even there to pick yeah, her up. Ridiculous. She's like got to navigate it on her own. Like, right. no, I'm a grown man who's been in New York. It's it's chaos. It's, it's complicated. It's People. Chaotic bumping you they don't apologize they don't care there are rats running everywhere don't get me started on that but no it's scary new york you've seen scary. a rat running live in new york i'm just curious what you've seen a rat running oh, live yeah. in new york i'm just curious yeah i haven't anyway um Not looking rollins then we which we'll get into detective rollins on another episode yeah but classic rollins breaking the rules so they were like so the the 13 year old is pregnant again we won't get into everything about this episode just watch it but they're like, don't, don't tell her fam or don't let her know that, you know, I don't know. There was some, the doctor was really torn because the doctor felt like I don't want to break her confidentiality, but I don't have to report her. Anyway, right. the doctor was like, don't say anything. Yeah. 
Mariska goes in there. Olivia. Olivia goes in there, is playing it cool, and Rollins just comes in. Because you're pregnant? Yeah, right, like, yeah. Rollins, why are you... Why are you always coming in so hot? Rollins like comes in with the beer. You want a sip of this beer? Oh, you can't have you it. You can't because you're pregnant. Yeah, man. It, again, she didn't do that, but it Rollins was basically for another that. episode. But sometimes you're like, should you be in this show? Rollins was actually cool in this episode, though. You finally. Yeah. I think it's. I think she's softer after she had her second baby. Right. Because yeah. she needed to calm the f down. She, well, she definitely needed to calm. Yeah. The f down. It's like you shouldn't be in she's this too job. Much and I get what you're trying to do, Dick Wolf, because her and Mariska play off each other. Exactly. Because Olivia's been around the conflict. Right. Yeah, but. She comes in hot, but she was she was all right in this one. She chilled out, yeah. but so Rollins will go on to live another day. Dick Wolf's doing it big. Episode twenty, episode four, season, season twenty one. Season twenty one, and it is very very good. We actually watched three from season twenty one yesterday. They're all good, but that's the one we're going to talk about. Because we were behind. Yeah, but that's the one we're going to talk about. We just talked about that's it. Unless you have something about. else to say. Episode four, very good. <sighs> that's a wrap. You got anything else to say? I mean, did you enjoy I mean, your time here today? What? Did you enjoy your time here today? I actually did. I what do you mean you actually did? I was feeling kind of down. It was a Monday. It was a you know one of those Mondays. But we came out here. We had our little witty repartee. And I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I think that's a good episode. You. I'm happy for you. How about you? I'm good. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank you again for subscribing to I See It Differently. Yep. Don't, don't forget... Download, subscribe, listen, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. We got 25 stars on iTunes. We got to get to 21. I see it differently. You said we have 25. You guys we got 25 star, 25 star reviews on iTunes. Let's get to 21. Numbers look great. I see it differently on Facebook, at the Sack Artist 76 on Twitter, and our new Instagram page. And look at it for us on Instagram. I see it differently. Pod, follow us. You'll yep. get some more things about our life. I see differently nation rise up. Love it. Thank you again to our producer and um, music provider, T Beats. Yep.